Hey Jess. How are you? I'm great. I am great. How are you doing? Good. Welcome everyone to the Reservations Podcast. Woohoo! It's with Jessica and Melissa, Melissa and Jeff. All four of us. All of us together with our editor John. So what's going on this week with you? Anything exciting? Exciting. I'm gonna what are you doing? I'm gonna what say you do no to exciting. Well, Mallory had a had a remember that sleep out bat mitzvah that she went to? And, um, oh, yes, which How did it go? well, it turned out that that's the reason she got in so much trouble and got grounded because she hadn't slept and she was going to a party and it was a hot mess. So mm. everything for her went went fine. But I this weekend was also we moved about four years ago mm-hmm. into this new school district and pretty much for the school district. And the school district we left behind and others, other friends from from preschools and all of their kids are now of I'm going to homecoming age. So they have all posted pictures. Wow, I hope they don't listen. Um, I think I've said I hope they don't listen more than I hope someone does listen to this podcast. Well, just the children, it's a little tough. That's all. I get it. Well, I'm not. Well, so I'm looking at these pictures and... 90% 90% of them have dates, right? So there is this perfectly coiffed young man and young woman standing next to each other. Some of the dresses are not always appropriate. That's a judgment call. It's a parental thing. It depends mm-hmm. on what you're going to make your issue with your kids. And sure, right. that's True. cultural now. Totally. But I'm looking at some of these faces and I know these kids. Like I know these true children, not... You look at your friends' posts on Facebook and you think, you can't possibly be that happy. Or what filter did you use for that? Or what's going on here? It is the exact same for 13, 14, and 15, 16-year-old children. <laughs> I know the soul of some of these kids. And I kind of want to warn- evil, evil works within. Yes. I kind of want to warn some of these girls or I want to warn some of the boys, be careful because what you see in that- bow tie or or jacket or is not that's not the package that might be the pack it's not what you're getting on the inside so i i want to give them fair warning but i i know better i feel like looking at it looking at those pictures is like looking at a before picture you know the one that they show on the 48 hours uh oh after the crime or crime has been committed yeah i know what you're saying but why do you feel that way they're so young Yes, right. Because evil never comes from the young. No, that's inception is in their twenty. No, because I know better, and I I don't know. I I so feel you're, like you're going to see that half picture. The kids at homecoming are evil. Is what you're saying? I, I did not throw out half, but it is peppered with. I, I've seen that picture on four to eight hours or crime scene or oh, oh here he God. was when he was younger. Look how handsome. You never thought he would have fill in the blank here. Mm-hmm. Horrible crime fill in here. You're not being a little pessimistic. Jessica. All of right. Of course I'm being pessimistic. <laughs> Have we just met? No, we yes, have I, drama mama. Part of it's realistic. Um I I know them, but part of it is I, I tell my kids every year when they go back to school when they're when they find out who's in their homeroom or in their class and they're not happy or they are happy, I said Everybody gets a fair shot. I was a teacher for years. Everybody gets a fair shot 
in September with me to have grown over the summer and matured and become a person that doesn't make me want to punch them in the face. So hoping that that is something that they rise to. Uh, I hope that they can do that. But And these kids get the same fair shot. I haven't seen them in years, but they get the same fair shot. I just feel like some of them might not deserve it. They don't always grow. I mean, I'll give you a chance, but I'll give you another shot at disappointing me, which inevitably, they'll, they'll take. you know, you know how it goes. They take. take. Yeah. They do. Yes. Definitely. Gonna so take. that freaked me out. Mm-hmm. But you, I mean, do you see those pictures or your friend's kids no longer that age? You're assuming my kids had friends. No, I'm just kidding. There was like no, full I'm going silence. for your friends' kids. <laughs> oh, that was a joke. I didn't like some of the boys she hung out with. Some of the I never saw true evil and really that many of the girls. Maybe a couple here and there. But yeah, I do know what you mean. You kind of like look at them like, oh my god, that one's going to grow up to be a serial killer. Or yeah, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Yeah. Yes, it's. You know a disturbed child when you see one, I think, is the point. But again, I am almost tracking them to see if they do grow out of it, or I'm waiting to see where they go to college, if they wind up doing an environmental studies sort of back to the earth, let's save something. I'm waiting to see any volunteer opportunities pop up on their Instagrams or not yet. It hasn't happened yet. I mean, yeah, she definitely had some unsavory friends. Nate always had nice and sweet extremely awkward friends i bet you they're more successful than the unsavory types oh without question they may not smell as good well that's just they're just (laughs) missing the love of a good woman somebody has to get past the smell that's right they need to meet online so they get to know the person oh that sounds stressful so that's the other school's homecoming our homecoming is coming up this weekend and i asked my kids Are you going to ask someone? I probably started way too high on the list. I should have started with, hey, want to go? Yeah, want to go? go. Right. Right? I should have started at baseline. You should have. Yeah, that was the first mistake because they, of course, are immediately, and what? What? Ask someone. What? It's more like my hundredth mistake, but okay. I appreciate (laughs) you. But so then I was like, oh, no, no. I mean, so I know somebody who'd like to go with you, not, not, I mean, just near you or no, they're not having it. My son is not going. Mm Mm-hmm. He is not having it. He is not, Mom, I don't want to go. I said, so you'd rather sit home and watch Netflix and, you know, <laughs> I won't tell you yeah. what I told him. But yes, just be with yourself. <laughs> is that what you're looking forward to? Yeah, yeah. And he said, what's wrong with that? So, yeah, that's great. So speaking of unsavory friends of your children. Oh, no. Um, my stalker has not come back, which is cool. But when Emily was... In the throes of misbehaving, I had all her passwords and access to everything. And, you know, I would stalk her a lot, especially on Facebook. And um, I don't know, whatever else, especially Facebook. But so um, she had this kid who was her friend and he has cerebral palsy and she was nice to him, but only like on occasion. And then there was a period of time where like he would say, hey, hey, Emily, I love you. Hey, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Hey, I miss you. Hey, best friend. Hey, best friend. Hey, you know, and I would chastise her to death. And I would be like, Emily, Answer the boy. you're so mean. Why can't you just be nice? The kid is surreal, probably. And she was like, she would never, never 
like justify it. She'd always just say, stop stalking on my Facebook. Yeah. Get out of my stuff. Right. Like, and then I would be like, but you know, that's really not nice. The kid is like, he's obviously like thinks you're best friends. And he was like, he doesn't think we're best friends. We barely know each other. And I was like, well, he wouldn't write that if he didn't think, you know, it was always an argument. Not all. I mean, it was, wasn't every day, but when it came up, I was like, kind of like disappointed that she was so like dismissive of this kid. Well, so I happened to, um, I saw one of her friends post something last week and he had commented on the status and I had commented on the status and all of a sudden he friended me. Uh Uh-oh. So. Does he love you? I think, oh, that's so nice. So I friend him back. Emily is laughing at you right now. She is. I say, how, right. I say, how do you know me? He says, we have a lot of friends in common. I said, no. No, we don't. You know me because I'm, I, you know what? I think I even have to bring it up because it's so awkward and terrible. Um, she is laughing her ass off at you right I now. I say, you know me because I'm Emily Schaefer's mother. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sad. She was my best friend, you know, because for those of you who are listening yes. who don't know me, my daughter passed away about nine months ago from accidental overdose. She was an addict for about two years. We'll talk about that another time, I'm sure. But that's not the point. We're talking about this kid at the moment. So then he texts me, will you – he said, I wrote a message on your wall talking about how much I love you and value our friendship. Will you do the same for me? And I'm like in the middle of like working and doing – so I'm just like, um – I don't even know you. Before I even have a chance to write back, he goes, hello? 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 <laughs> So I write back and I'm like, I'm I'm working at the moment. I'm working. And he was like, what about after? Do it now. Do it now. But do it now. Friend? FF? And I was like, um, yeah. She's laughing so, her ass yeah, off so at I, you right now. <laughs> so I write on his wall, thanks for being a new friend. You're very sweet and kind. And then he wrote back, you're welcome. I'm always here for you. And so um, you should call him. Just call him. See if he wants to meet you at that. What's that um, supermarket so where you're not allowed on, to go anymore? On. And then later that day, he wrote, I pray for every night for her. Tears hit my pillow. And then later, it feels like a bad dream. Now I'm just like, I'm not going to console well, you about my daughter's But that's death. true. It, it does. But I'm not. But sharing. now this is worse than the dream that I ever imagined. So, <laughs> so then the next morning, good morning. Can I have a hug? And I wrote, good morning. Stop. Hey, listen, I respect that you're a friend of my daughter. I use Facebook for work. I don't have a lot of ch- time for ch- chatting with friends. I'm happy to connect with you. I'm not that kind of friend. Okay. I'm sorry. I hope you're not disappointed. I'm just busy. Then he writes, so you don't want to talk to me? I said, I just don't talk on a daily basis to Facebook friends. And he wrote, I love you so much. Three exclamation points. Are you regretting every conversation you had with Emily about this right now? Yes, I feel like <laughs> such an asshole. Why didn't she just tell me what a nudge he was? She was so busy defending herself. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. She is laughing her tits off right she now is, at me because. I told you, I told you, I told you. Yeah. She didn't, though. That's the thing. I just accused her of being a mean, nasty girl, and she never defended herself. She would just say, get out of my Facebook. She should have told me, like, hey, he's the most annoying kid in the world. I don't get requests like that. You'd, well, I didn't know that I was going to. Oh, no. It's not just one. Like, they're all going to come out and find you now. No, they're not. She doesn't have that. I mean, I don't think she has that many friends that make a nuisance of them. Like, I am friends with a lot of her friends on Facebook, but they don't all have like a a mission 
This guy was like on a mission. Did you go back through? Because you have her Facebook. I mean, right now, in my cell phone, on my Facebook and my Instagram, I have a really decent handful of people who are no longer with us. Um, Nobody shuts down Facebook pages. They linger. Years pass and then your friends and your loved ones are Mm -hmm. tagged. And all of a sudden, there's this race in your heart that makes you think, wait, what? How, How what? Because it, it doesn't make sense, but you're excited because you see their name. Mm-hmm. And somebody could be, you know, for for one person that I used to know who tragically passed away, He um, every, every year somebody posts a picture of themselves drinking a martini and tags him in it because he used to like to drink martinis. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm better with it now because I understand that this is what happens. But in the beginning, it, was I wrong? Was he not? I, I just... Where's this coming from? I just, it throws you because in your head, you know, one thing in your heart, you feel something else. And then something pops up where they're at a bar Mm -hmm. and having this Cosmo or this martini. Mm -hmm. I I, want to go to that bar. Wait a minute. So for some people, it's therapy. It's cathartic. It feels good to share, but you're sharing it with everybody who has a piece of their heart that has withered and died from this experience. And it's it's more powerful what you're doing than just your expression of I miss you. You know, there, there are people who send texts to cell phones that of people who are, you know, that phone is still in your cell phone. And other people now have some of those phone numbers. It's that a very bizarre to thing girlfriend. to do. She was texting the number and texting the number. And somebody wrote back and she said she almost crapped her pants. <laughs> Emily, I was is like, that I you? turned Emily, it off like the em? week she passed because I don't want psychos like you texting right. her, expecting Constantly her to texting. write back. I, I to- but not just texting, texting private things. No, texting I don't know if it was because I don't know. But I mean, I turned it off almost immediately. Because of that, because she had too many teenage friends and that's their mode of communication. So I wanted to turn it off so that I could they could just deal with it. Also, because if I thought I ever texted them back, they would shit in their pants, which, you know, once somebody else got that phone number, it happened. So, well, a couple of years distance, it's a fun game to play, but it's, you know, (laughs) (laughs) a couple months, you mean? Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I get freaked out. It would be weird just to see the three little dots pop up like someone's about to. <laughs> You're like, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> Emily is writing me back. Go. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on Facebook, okay. Like I still have Stuart's grandmother's cell phone in my phone. I have my Nana's cell phone. Oh, in your. Oh, yes. I have those. Still. In my I cell phone. I have not deleted so. it from my phone. I wonder so if that- I still have Scott's dad. Let me look. So that stays there and I, I cruise no, past I it, but that's, that. that's internal, you know, that's something that you do the internal sigh or you have the thought or, but the whole posting, I don't know how I feel about that whole tag. Oh, the years. tagging. I mean, this is, you this know, is years, years later. Do you know why I, it doesn't bother me because for me, when I tag Emily and stuff, it's a way for me to show the people that loved her what I'm saying. It's not because I'm tagging her because she's alive. It's well, it's, clearly, well, yeah. Clearly. But but like I know that if I tag her, everyone she's connected to will see it, and so it's not just for me. So it's a way of you keeping her memory alive, even for though them. it is it is clearly still alive. It's just a 
we have this, it's a, I'm in this too with you. I'm thinking about her too kind of thing. Well, let me see. Let me just see like what, what the last thing I posted about was for her. Um, I think when I it first started happening, it really freaked me out. And now I'm used to it. I'm like, wait. For me? No. I'm like, wait, the martini. Oh, your grandmother. The, well, the martini picture oh. should pop up now. It's about that time of year that somebody, so I. I oh, right. I've also lost lost a lot more people since then. So it's kind of, you know. It's it's more common. I wrote to... um, last week, Emily always loved Eminem and boy, did she hate Donald Trump. I bet she was happy today. Oh, yeah, I read that. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, I read that, you know, and I noticed that a lot of not just my, 75 people liked it, but like a lot of them were people that were that knew how much she loved Eminem because she stopped like and you can see her girlfriend wrote. I remember she would always talk shit about Eminem. But then when it was just me and her, she knew all the songs. Yeah, because she would try and act like it wasn't cool. But in middle school, she was obsessed with him. She was obsessed with him. So like... Yeah, she would have loved that BET video he put up. Oh, she would have loved it. She would have been thrilled. She would have sat on the hood of a car. If she was in a phase where she was still admitting she was white, she would have loved it. I don't know how she would have been if she were actually alive. But I mean, the point is like, I just do it to sort of... Because I also feel like... A lot of the people connected to her how didn't now right now didn't really know her like a lot of her facebook friends only knew her you know as an addict they didn't know her or they knew her as someone who was constantly antagonizing people or constantly i don't know just giving people shit for no reason so i have a relative like that yeah and i love that about him yeah, I mean it's great. He's but... off Facebook now, though. No, he's, it's fun to watch. He's he's well when he was on Facebook, it wasn't under his real name, and he um yeah he liked to stir the pot. Yeah, he used to like to stir the pot. I miss it. He's off now. <laughs> yeah, I mean the pot stirs are interesting. John is one of those pot stirs, I think. On Facebook, yeah, in general, is it on but, Facebook? Yeah, also on Facebook sometimes. I definitely have to uh, befriend our editor. I'm laughing right now. And producer. You do. I'm laughing right now because, like, if you look at your Facebook feed, speaking of Facebook, I find it so interesting yeah. that, like, okay, so right now, because of what's going on with Harvey Weinstein, there's all this, like, Me Too. Me Too, Me Too. Me Too, yep. Me Too, which is women talking about, you know, that, that they've been sexual sexually assault assault and harassment. assaulted and or harassed. And then the men's posts are so hilarious like they don't even know what to do with themselves so like one of them is like happy halloween people one of them is like (laughs) who needs some likes on their facebook page and then one of them is like here's how you get more clients and one of them is like it's almost like they're afraid to post anything and i think the reason why is they have now gone through their entire Rolodex of memories with women to figure out when flirting and coercion was Crossed in the, the other person's mind considered sexual assault. And they had no idea. And so they're just afraid. So mostly the feed is like very male silent the last couple of days. But whatever. I mean, I'm sure men will come back to normal eventually. I always say if it doesn't apply to you, don't make it about you. So, yes, in other well, that's words, very true. why wade into that pool of piranhas <laughs> for any reason? I mean, yeah, especially because a... if you post, I've never done that to any woman, you know, some woman's going to comment and be like, bitch, remember that at least frat one. party when we yeah, were at least one? Yeah, yeah, at least one will be able to say that you did. I was a camp counselor, and one of my campers has posted, he actually became, 
wildly famous, but he wrote, I'm heartbroken and angry and moved by the me too, hashtag me too. He wrote, men, listen up tonight, speak out tomorrow. Just, he basically wrote, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> he basically yeah. wrote, stop talking and... Or, and I just, mean, the men could always say me too. It's not like they're immune to it. No, I think he's seen things posted. Yeah, oh, I think he's yeah. seen things posted sure, and been sure, like, sure, guys, right. shh, stop talking. Listen tonight. Speak tomorrow. Like, don't let this be your platform. Yeah. Fool. Fool. I pity the fool. That's it. Fool. Anyway, do, so. Do a segment every week on Facebook monstrosities. I know. We really should. Like, the worst. We should do, like, a worst thing we saw on Facebook this week. Yes. Um, That would be a great segment. Actually, I'm going to write that down. Hold on. Write it worst down. Facebook. Hold on. Worst Facebook flub. How about that? Or I mean, even just some of the stuff is so ridiculous. Stuart and I have a theory that when a husband posts a an over the top, I love my wife so much. She is the best partner, (laughs) best friend and just gushes for paragraphs. We give it six months before we hear stories of separation and or divorce. That is so pessimistic. I'm surprised six, at him. you like six that from. months. Six months. Or <laughs> or she stole his phone. It's one or the other. Oh come on. She stole his Stuart phone. Stuart would never post that about you. Or have Stuart Stuart's never posted anything. But besides, right, but besides never posting that. anything, no, he would not do that. In a public forum, right, maybe that is not, not where but we he does share constantly compliment you push you forward make you feel i mean at least to me he does maybe it's all an act <laughs> maybe he's just trying to get on my good side for maybe a threesome no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> maybe no but i'm maybe he's got an angle he's working I don't, I don't know he would never in a public forum like facebook or instagram which the accounts my children have made for him that's sad. i mean that's how he has an account but no, Jess, he's a professional. He's I'm professional, in a professional God world. Damn it. He is a he is a pillar in our community. He is a, he just this is not this is frivolous to him. He doesn't do that. And every time we'll lay in bed at night and much to his chagrin my phone is on. So I will read the game we play with him is guess who posted this. Oh, I right? love that's a great game. You know, Scott's never on there either. But I know way too many more people than him, so we can't play that game. Yeah, but but Stuart knows like the somebody who used to clean our house. He knows right. like these are Synagogue these are the big people, ones, right? That he knows, relatives. yes, from each right. family. Mm-hmm, right. Exactly, he knows from each That's our hilarious. old school. So we're like, okay, guess who posted this gem? And I'll read those to him, and he'll be like, oh my god! But that's when we talk about the fact that yeah, if a husband gushes and gushes they are they are six months to a year from cheating filing whatever it is it's it's a front Mm -hmm. because you know your man loves you and you do not need to hear that nonsense on facebook i do not agree Mm. but i will say this i can spot a divorce from a mile away i always know the couples that are going to get a divorce i'm never surprised when people tell me that this person or that person's getting a divorce never really yep i call it every time i'm still waiting for um some of our friends to uh catch up to me actually <laughs> i i don't know that we can yeah i i would love to have that conversation with you about what are Probably your what are your signs pod- no what are your signs you can tell me that what are your signs what are the hallmarks um, of uh this shit's doomed we're doomed 
If the person is out in public with the wife and they always appear miserable, then they're not a good partner. Like the husband should, I mean, especially with our group of friends, because we're so, we're a lot, I think. We are a lot. So so the husband has to be willing to play ball because it's not like it happens every day. Right. If the husband's not willing to play ball, they need to get out of the park. Right. You can't sit at the bar. You have to take the kids because the moms are getting crazy. We do it every other year. Or if there's no kids, you have to be able to engage in combo and not look like someone ran your dog over. That's all. You can be a quiet gentleman. Like Brian Cruscola is a a quiet dude, but he plays ball. He He does. He has conversation. He dances with Amy. Yeah. Like he's great. There are, there are hubs, hubses that don't play ball. (laughs) Yeah. Brian. I don't like that. Do I have to bleep these names? No, no, not not if I'm being complimentary. No, she's being kind. <laughs> can you bleep the ones she's yeah. thinking about? <laughs> can you edit her there? Probably he can't. Right. So yeah, so but I mean, so there's that. Okay, so there's also um I know a couple who, you know, she was very happy at first, but she had just as much of a promising career as he did. And they went on to like really nourish his career and kind of ditch hers. Aww. And, you know, and so her entire, I don't want to say her whole like degree was wasted, but this is a friend from college who I saw work her tits off. And then she just kind of like went by the wayside to have kids while this other person, you know, got more and more and more important jobs. And then I think that woman may have had enough time on her hands to really get to know herself and realize that. She was just married to this person because it seemed like the right person. Are you talking about me? Fess up right now. Are you talking about me? (laughs) No. No, no, no. I'm teasing. You've worked. No. Oh, my God. No. You've worked for most of your marriage, I think. Don't most women go to college to get their MRS degree? No. Yes, that's exactly what we do. No. Don't make me spank you. No. Don't make me punch Um, you. She did not know she no, and I can't say what degree in case she does ever listen. But the point is, she had a really promising and prominent career, and she decided to get married and have kids, which was her choice, which you know she was excited to do at the time. But then I think it gave her enough time to realize that this person wasn't the right person for her. Now I have another friend who did the same thing, but she's gloriously happy. So, you know, like do you know what I'm saying? Like one of them. Knew exactly who she was, married the guy who was meant to be for her, did the thing she, you know, I don't know if she necessarily agreed that she was going to, you know, raise kids, but they ended up having a lot of kids, but they also have a lot of money and she runs a lot of stuff and she, you know, it's different. This person was just kind of like, oh, so you're going to have, they have the same degree also. That could be it too. Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. They that's have the even same worse because you watch yes, the same you thing. You watch the person get yeah. the glory that's really meant for you. Or not even glory. Like just imagine keep if you're progressing both as you sit treading water. Right. Yeah, that's that's frustrating. It's at best. similar, but they're not both lawyers. But yeah, it's similar. So anyway, so um, yeah, I can just call it. I just know when people are going to. It just seems off, and I just can tell from the beginning, and then I'm right, which is weird, but it happens. I like being right, though. I do. It's enjoyable for sure. Um, I found a list of people. Uh, I wanted to ask you how I, – I think I know the answer to all these, but I found this list. How many of these 40 types of people do you hate? Go ahead. And so I thought it would be fun to go down the list and see what sets you off. <laughs> Everything these days. <laughs> You're kidding. Basically, I'm just going to trigger the fuck out of you until this um, episode is over. Trigger me, baby. Ready? Go. 
People who cancel at the last minute. I cannot check that one off because I love when this happens. I love it when it happens too. I, I'm almost tempted okay. to have other people call my dates for the evening and give them a reason <laughs> to cancel. <laughs> that does not trigger me. This is like, I don't know why this That's one's That's my first, favorite. I love yes, when this Yes, because then I'm free. I could put on my night pants and I don't have exactly. to, yeah, no. Wait a minute. You mean take them off? You know, yeah. You mean like you, now you don't have to change out of them? My lounge pants go right on. Yeah, yeah. My lounge pants were never off. Yeah, but last minute you're about to get in the car to go out. No, you have, all right, you have a full face it, on and you're ready to go and you cancel. That's true. I do I'm hate fine with I, it. You're right. I do. I'm hate fine with. Oh, I'm fine with it. You're right. I encourage it. People who jump into a conversation you're having with somebody else. Now, John, this does not <laughs> apply to you because you're Jumping part of the John. conversations. But I mean, like when you're at a, this, I think refers um, to when you're at a party. In a party situation, I don't mind as much. If it's really a quiet one-on-one, it is annoying. But I mean, it depends who they are. Everything depends. It depends on who they are. And if, This doesn't bother me that much either. Uh-oh. But this next one does. People who interrupt a conversation with, what were you guys talking about? I don't like that. Um, again, I, I, to be honest, I don't leave the house all that much. So if I'm having a conversation, it's shocking that somebody else would even be interested in coming in. I don't know. Uh bothers you. So you're okay with people coming up, not people you love, but people you're acquaintances with and just saying, hey, what were you guys talking about? Don't be surprised if my answer is your mom. I mean, I'm not, I don't have to necessarily answer them, but no, I, I don't care. If they want to be a part, of, that's fine. Come on in. I, you might have stopped a conversation because it's something we don't want to discuss with you, but it's fine for you to join in. I have no problem with that. Next. Who, me? <laughs> Who, me? Who, me? <laughs> People who don't say excuse me and push past you. Yeah, that's annoying. But I'm going to shame them for it with comments like, no, no, sure, go ahead. Or, oh, were you here? See, I always go, what, am I invisible? Oh. <laughs> who, me? What is that, velvet? Yeah. I'm <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going so to say them. something. Yeah, I'm going to say something. It depends. Are we in Manhattan? Where are we? I didn't ask if you were going to say something. I wanted to know if you hate them. I don't I don't know. There are so many people I do hate. That's not one of them. I feel sorry for them. Okay, let's and their keep going. Spouses. Go ahead. People who stand in front of the door in an elevator and don't let the people out. Yeah, they're they're annoying. They, excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. I don't me. like those people. Getting out here. Getting out here. You're going to have to step out of the elevator. I know you. this isn't your floor, but you're going to have to move. I got luggage. Yeah. I got kids. No, get no. out of my way. What about people who stand outside the elevator and don't let people out? Like they're ready oh. to get on. So I had this on the subway for years. When Of course you did. So uh, how am I supposed to get off if you're not moving to the side to let us out? Like it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a dumb. Like you just, my friend Tom says all the time, dumb, dumb. I want to walk around, just point to people and say, dumb, dumb, dumb. It's very dumb. That's, he's such a kind. That's dumb. Man. Yeah, he's another pillar in their community. Dumb. I dumb. know. I know. He is. Um, yes. people who get on the elevator before letting people out. Who they just step on? Like who raised you? A pack of wolves? Like seriously, <laughs> who raised these people who don't have elevator and subway etiquette? I don't understand it. Wait, it gets better. Who raised you? She's already losing her shit, and it's not even. <laughs> People who ask what your tattoos mean. That doesn't really bother me. But I don't have Sanskrit written either. Like, it's just a moon and some stars. But if somebody is intimate enough with me to see my tattoo, 
and they're going to ask what it means. I mean, you're already in my pants. Like, really? (laughs) Can we talk about this later? What if you had a foot tattoo, though? That would hurt like fuck. Yeah, I know a lot of people have foot tattoos. The majority of the people that I know that have tattoos, a foot is part of it. I I don't know if they're... Ethan and I sat behind Mm -hmm. someone in services this year for the new year who had Mm -hmm. like an entire scene of children playing on the back of her thigh back of and she was wearing a short skirt back of her calf up to her thigh and I thought what the hell is that like what does that mean but I don't know you well enough to ask what that means tattoos are are weirdly personal for something you wear on your body like a billboard they are weirdly personal so it's rude to do that but you don't hate them um to ask what just say that's so cool and then see if a story comes from it. Like open the door. But if the door doesn't, if the door doesn't slam in your face, like take that opportunity. But if it's, oh, thanks, gotta go. Or you can read. I don't hate this. I don't care if people ask what my tattoo Well, they, I mean, a total stranger doing it is a little annoying, but I don't hate like it. Like I said, weirdly personal for something that is pretty much on your body like a billboard. Yeah. Yeah. What about people who don't wear deodorant on public transportation? Don't. Just Get the fuck off this subway right now. You have no business being here. What about people who don't wear deodorant and have their arm up to hold on to the bar? A strap holder? Yeah. Um, No. An undeodoranted strap holder. Do I see hair as well? Is there hair as well? I don't know. But anytime I see armpit hair, I, I get full of rage. So it doesn't matter. So it's like. I used to get violently angry at my ex husband because he would want to go out of the house in a tank top. That's classy. And I'm like, I don't want to be seen with you and your armpit hair for <laughs> for any reason. Classy. He's classy. I don't like that. I, like yeah, I don't like that. So, uh, but that was a whole separate thing. I'm just talking about strap holders that haven't deodorized. Smell is one of the most offensive things to me. Smell is super, super important from from breath to armpits to a- any part of you. Just like <laughs> keep a Tic Tac in your pocket or or just if you know... One. Just just one Tic Tac, lint and all. You just reach into that pocket, pull it out. <laughs> like, oh you know God. you're going to be with other people. Be respectful. Don't be just... Dis- you want to let your hair grow as long as... That's fine. You want to you wanna dread up, which I think is one of the hottest things ever, and disgusting all at the same time. I'm very confused by it. Stay clean. Just stay clean. That's not so hard. People who insist on eating at American chain restaurants when they're on vacation abroad. Should be set on fire. <laughs> in, I agree. In the burn pit in this my neighbor's be, they backyard. They should be set on fire when they're on vacation, period. It doesn't have to be abroad. You don't go eat it on Applebee's if you're in, like, <laughs> Texas. I see the lines at TGI Fridays in Manhattan, and I, I'm, I have to stop. I want to cry. I have to stop Me and too. look and see. I need to see the people that are going it. in because I'm, I'm told about people like you who aren't I in. I wonder if those people are uh, American tourists. And they are eating American food, technically. Well, it's the you are in the places that have the greatest food on earth, and you choose to yeah, get I guess. you choose to get your bourbon ribs or your bourbon chicken Ugh, at like. Fat. Are you freaking kidding me? Come on, get a palate. I know, I know, dude. What about people who tell you to follow them on social media and then they don't follow you back? I don't really have that issue. I don't leave the house. <laughs> I'm kind of a shut-in. Nobody tells me to follow them. I... But I do have a long list of people who are say, who ask to follow me, and I just, I don't know you. You're my kid's friend. I don't know you. I don't know you. Yeah. No. Agree. 
people who walk in groups on the side. As sidewalk. opposed to for the podcast. <gasps> you don't like that? With no, wait, I have worse. I have one worse. You ask my children, they'll tell you my biggest pet peeve is people who stop walking in front of me on the sidewalk when we're walking and they just stop. Well, the next one is slow walkers. And the next one is people who look at their phone while walking down the street. That doesn't bother me as long as you're walking. Yeah. When they stop in front of me, I, I want to pull out a knife from the back of my pocket and just, <laughs> just slice their neck. And just <laughs> slice right across their neck. As their heads roll off, I can walk right by them. It, there's nothing that makes me crazier than people who just stop in front of me, especially when this, you're walking at a pace that's you're going somewhere. It's not this l- next one makes me so wait. Angry. Disclaimer in Central Park when you're walking around, walk at whatever pace you want. Stop whenever you want. That's fine. But if you're on the streets and you're going somewhere, if there's a hustle. There's a bustle. Don't fucking stop and look up and oh, I'm going to kill you. OK, go ahead. Well, but what if they're lost? I get lost in Manhattan all the time. Move to the side, ma'am. Move to the side. All right. I do move to the side. All right. Fair enough. Lost. So you are an ex New York liver. I'm not. So like, I don't. Oh my God. I'm not going to be ragefully angry about that. But, but doctors who make me wait in the lobby for hours, even though I had a goddamn appointment, that makes me so angry. It's amazing. I have not ripped all the hair out of my head while sitting there. We've definitely become a less patient society. Come on. Hours. Well, I prefer to wait in the waiting room than to be brought back and put True. in a paper gown and left waiting, freezing in a paper gown in another room True. with no with no unders on. That's that's not OK. So true. Ugh. However, one time I got so angry when I was pregnant because I had to wait for hours and it was an appointment where I couldn't eat. And I was like. I told them glucose. No, it was something else. All of them, like when you get an ultrasound or whatever, either can't eat or you have to fill your bladder, and then they make you wait an hour. Like I was just like ragefully angry. I basically stood in the hallway, waiting for them to take me back, staring down any nurse who dared to like walk past me without helping me. I'm pretty sure nurses love it when you do that. They don't. They love that. Pregnant ladies don't like to wait for hours before eating either. People who honk as soon as the light turns green. Assholes. People who don't move fast enough when the light turns green. So I sometimes drive with my dogs in the car. Mm -hmm. So as long as your foot comes off the brake Mm -hmm. and you start to move, like I I can't be mad because I'm not going to, I'm not going to hit the gas with three dogs and their long legs flipping around my car. Like I already have vet bills with commas in them. I do not need another reason to go. No, I mean, there could be a reason, an old person. But once you're moving, get moving. Yeah. But I mean, don't honk as soon as it turns green, you impatient son of a being. I only honk when people are driving and doing something stupid. People who don't turn off their phone. Stuart doesn't honk at all. That doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, I don't like to see the blue light up, but I'm over I, it. Yeah, who cares? People who care. check it mid movie and you get that glow from their screen. Nah, fuck it. Yeah, that I'm not a fan. I'm not I a fan care. of it, but um, but I also have kids. So yeah. if I'm at a movie without kids, I I don't know. I'm not but saying I'm, not I'm the most important. Hate it. There's so many other good ones to hate. No, people no, no. who litter, for example. So many. I don't so many like good that. Reasons. Emily used to throw like gum wrappers out the window, and I a couple times I pulled over and made her pick it up. Out of the street. I don't like that. Yeah. Littering is. Yeah, littering is. That's. Yeah. Direct disrespect. That. People who don't you. pick up their dog poop. I think this is all a matter of the fact that we sign on as humans 
to this unwritten contract of living like humans. Don't be an asshole. Like, don't, what is your problem? Like, what you have, you've chosen to live in this society. I less so than most because, again, I'm a shut in. Um, but, but if you're going to be in society, you have a responsibility not to be an asshole, to get the fuck out of the elevator, to get out of the way at the subway, to not throw shit on the floor. Okay. But what about like Jessica? The next one is noisy eaters, though. I have a disorder. What's it called? There's a name for it where yeah, when Stuart makes noises, the sound. I have the same disorder. So I have a mouth noise issue to start with. So I don't know that I'm the right person to be asking this. It's it's the worst feeling. I hate it. To the point it where is. I've I've kind of done it to my kids. Stuart will Stuart will be eating something at the table and Ethan will say to him, do you have to make that noise before you put the spoon in your mouth? Or do you think you could just save your mouth noises <laughs> oh, for when the spoon's in your mouth already? So I've I've ruined at least my son. So he's so now yeah. Stuart's living with two he of must us. Have yeah, it too. Well, I I think I created it. I feel terrible. People who comment looks like you're having a bad time on your travel pictures. I've never had that happen. I don't know from that. Have I you? I don't know from that. That was so Jewish the way you just said. That. I don't know from that. People who made bad jokes and then go, "Am I right?" I don't know from that either. The people I know are incredibly funny. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Like you. All right. Um, am I right? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, people who wait until they get to the counter to choose what they want to order. I don't care. I am over the anger of waiting in line. I don't care about that. Just not at the doctor. I will beat them about the head and shoulders. <laughs> we found John's weakness. Why? Because you've waited already because and you looked up at that. I know what I want when I get up there and they're sitting there yapping and all of a sudden they get up there and then they decide to peruse the McDonald's menu that's been the same since 1973 and then they oh, go yeah. in McDonald's, and they say, what do that. you want? What do you want? And I just want to say, get out of line. <laughs> Wait, let me look. Okay, McDonald's is That's your punishment for eating but... at McDonald's. That's your punishment. Because Scott will do that to me too. Like, I'll go, what do you want? And he'll go, I have to look at the menu. I'm like, no, you fucking don't. You eat there every day. You don't. I don't cook. You know what's there. I know what's there. Let's not play or this game. Or in the drive through line People... at Dunkin' Donuts. It's coffee. It's donuts. It's bagels. Please. What are we doing here? Yeah. There's so many donut choices, though, John. Well, they come every day. They're chatting with the associate behind the counter. They don't They're even fo- speak English. How are they chatting? Or at oh. least mine are. Come on. Don't do that. Barely. They, do. they speak English Barely. here. It's, it's like, do. Yes, uh, what do you want? Come to Vindo. That's what it is here. Oh. Yeah. the drive-thru. We don't have the drive-thru. Um, people who don't cover their mouth when they cough or sneeze. Oh, I but their punishment, their punishment that. is the look I give them afterwards. So I know you can't even hide your disgust. People who just leave their shopping cart in the middle of nowhere. I don't know if this means in the store or in care. the parking lot. Oh, that I care more about because you can't leave it just in the middle of nowhere in the parking lot. You got to at least park it on the curb. I would yeah, park it at least. I mean, I try to two put it back up. where it belongs. Two I feel like up. this is a part of karma. That can't be ignored. If you're one of those people that just leaves it in this space, something bad's going to happen to you that day. We don't know what. We don't know when. But it will happen. People who let their dogs bark all night. That makes me bonkers. Do you mean like leaving them outside? Yes. And the dog barks all effing night. Like I, I feel like my last – our previous house had someone doing this and it made me crazy. And I, I, this current house, I can't hear any doggies. Then you take the dog. That dog does not want to live there. If it's outside overnight, you go get that dog. 
See, that's what I think, too. That's dog is being abused. People who take their babies to late night movies. Hmm. Um, I don't have as much of a problem with babies who are on weird schedules. You got some headphones on there. You're fine. I go out at night and I see young kids out and I think, why are you not in your pajamas in bed listening to a story and going to sleep? Why are you out at 11 o'clock yeah. at night. What what kind of parenting is this? I don't like this? seeing, yeah, I don't like seeing two, three-year-olds at Target at 10 p.m. It's crazy. That makes me sad. People who have a motorcycle and rev up their engines for a half hour, I don't hate that. I don't care. I happen to have a neighbor and my, here we go, my bedroom wall where my bed is shares, the other side of that wall is their driveway, really, and their garage. Not a single car they own has a muffler, it seems. They are so loud. It is, it's just so loud. And I've lived in Manhattan where there's constant noise. I've lived by, on Long Island by a train station. I've lived by loud occurring you things. You have lived, woman. I, I don't know that I would say that. Um, I've lived by loud things. I am so annoyed by this particular constant, like five cars, five separate cars and a motorcycle, all having zero noise filtration systems, not a muffler. To, like, it's just the worst ever. And again, I guess I'm really ruining my son for any woman. He'll come in and we'll watch TV at night, little family TV before bed and, and he'll hear it and he'll look at me like, is she going to go crazy? What's going to happen? What's she going to do? But he hear, it's, it's the worst. So no, normally I don't care. But when you share a wall with my bed. Yeah. Could you work on that? Could you be more, could you not do it at midnight? Could you be more respectful? I don't know. That would be nice. They play, cor- mm. they play cornhole there too. So that sounds fun. Yeah. No, not for me. <laughs> not for me and my not for big, me either. great What about bed. people who eat lots of food and never gain weight? Yeah. Okay. I could hate them. I could muster some what hate about- for that. I don't like that either. I kind of put you in that category. Though. I'm, I'm not so lie. glad you do, but I could muster some hate for that. It means I've, <laughs> I'm successful in fooling you. That's right. You are. Um, people who listen to music or videos in public with no earphones. Is, I don't like that. But what I hate more is people who talk loudly on the phone in public. I don't like that. Yeah, you didn't ask to be part of that conversation or watch that video. I we had a we had that at the airport yeah. once. The airport, this kid had a totally inappropriate video he was watching, and I was sitting next to my kids when they were younger, and he had earbuds in, but it wasn't pushed in, and it was so oh. loud, and he heard it, so he assumed he heard it from his headphones, and I kept looking at him right. like, "Dude, I've got little kids here, and f bomb here, f bomb there." I was like, "Jeez, oh Louise." But there was nowhere else to move. Our flight was coming. The place was packed. And everybody got to listen to this YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Inappropriate. Yeah. Um, telemarketers who call you early in the morning on the weekends. I don't have that happen. Jessica, telemarketers who call you, period. Yeah, they don't call me, really. There's nothing you're going to call... Well, if you've ever donated blood, I get a phone call from the American Red Cross every day, twice a day, because we don't even answer no, when I you don't. hear when you hear it's them. I get a call from the the police, and I donate to them, and then they leave me alone for a year. Um, I think I need to give. Oh blood. yeah, the next one is or anytime really. Yeah, I don't like telemarketers, but I, need I don't to donate hate blood. Them. Maybe I'll do that today. 
People who cut their fingernails anywhere that is not their own home, yes. To the point where the sound of the clipper. People who cut their fingernails within earshot of me. I don't like that. The mere sound of the clipper makes me want to punch someone. I don't like that. If he doesn't want to have sex for a month, he'll cut his toenails anywhere near me. I hate that. Yeah, it's not okay. Um, People who make a lot of noise early in the morning on Sundays, I don't have that problem. I have three dogs. Nobody here makes any noise in the morning. Three dogs. Oh, yeah. That's you. I don't muster hate for dogs. You're that person. And on that note, on that note, let's wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Reservations podcast, the Reservations with me. I'm Jessica and this and Melissa. Hey. And we will see you next time. Join us at reservationspodcast.com, I think is our website. Try it if it's not. Curse us and come back and hear us again. Yep. Thank you so much, you guys. Have a great Bye. day. Bye. Bye.